Alright legends, welcome along to the show This is uh, another Friday the 13th review And this is uh, The New Blood And uh, I have to say now I sat and watched these all back to back over a couple of days And I was so looking forward to And I'm jumping well ahead right here I can recall Like I don't recall these films 100% each of them In great detail but I do recall a movie where at the very end of it Jason's mask is on the ground and Freddy Krueger's hand comes up and grabs hold of it and pulls it down into the dirt. Couldn't recall what movie that was so I was sitting watching them all back to back and I was intending just to watch one a week when I was doing this series of reviews on here. So uh, that wasn't and Jason loves it wasn't in this one and I just kept going kept renting them out and watching them and watching them and eventually got to it but I don't even know why the heck I went down that line of thinking there but it was yes it was in the hopes that it was going to be a great great movie that it was going to come out on and I haven't seen them all at this point I do have to say the previous one this Jason Lives is by far the best movie in the entire series in my humble opinion and you know the movies leading up to that one were mediocre just, well I don't want to say mediocre like they all have their high points you know there's a lot of good stuff on them but uh, very very much clones of each other I felt uh, particularly the first three and you know it just kept going down that standard little storyline of him going Jason going crazy and murder and all around him and Jason loves comes and they do something a little bit different with him and it was fantastic so I was like that's good we're getting on to something great here the new blood comes out and I'm just like okay Jason loves was freaking amazing I can't wait to see this movie and unfortunately in my humble opinion, it kind of just went down the exact same old road again with it. And there's some new details in this one. Like we have this girl with uh, telekinetic abilities on here as the, the, the main character, more or less, other than Jason. Um, pretty much at the beginning of the movie, you see her as a child and she's witnessed uh, her alcoholic father abusing her mother and she attempts to escape the house and she heads out on the crystal lake on a boat and when her father runs out onto the dock to attempt to stop her to call her back in again she uh, loses it her telekinetic abilities emerge and she accidentally destroys the dock her father standing on cause him to fall into the lake and drown and years later of course we skip forward in time once again and we meet this girl as a teenager and she's still struggling with the you know feelings of guilt for the events surrounding her father's death her mother Amanda takes her to the same lakeside residence as part of her treatment from a psychiatrist Dr. Cruz um, he starts all these experiments and verbal assaults designed to agitate her mental health force and her powers to become more pronounced and he's just he spends the better part of the movie just trying to wind her up to get 
a reaction to kind of document this stuff. He's not about interested in helping the girl at all with the abilities and what she can do and uh, the amount of money and papers he can write and you know it's just he's an ass <laughs> so uh yeah after a really upsetting session with the doctor Tina runs from the cabin to the dock thinking about her father's death and why she's there thinking about him she wishes he would come back more or less she's trying to will her father to be alive again but she doesn't know what's at the bottom of the lake at this stage. Um, yeah, Jason's down there, still strapped to the rock that uh, he was dropped to the bottom of the lake with in the previous movie. And uh, yes, he emerges from the water to start another killing spree. So we have a you know a little bit of a different setup to this movie. But of course, whenever Jason turns up, that's going to go down and see him sort of road again. So next door to their house, surprise, surprise, there's a group of teenagers. They're throwing a birthday party for their friend. And uh, the group includes uh, the, this guy, Michael's cousin, uh, uh, a preppy sort called Russell. His girlfriend, Sanders, there. Um, there's a science fiction writer, Eddie, a stoner called David of course there's always a, a wee junkie running about somewhere in the background of these movies um, a perky girl called Robin Shy Maddie and uh, a snob you always have th- that kind of standard range of kids in these movies you've got the the upper class girl thinks she's better than everybody else you've got that uh, loner that, and you've got the, the geeky sort that's trying to fit on, and of course, old Stonybridge in there as well. So, uh, yeah, they're having their party and whatnot, and you know, they get on to doing the, the dirty with each other as per usual. Um, yeah, so uh, this girl Tina she tells Nick about uh, Jason and has a vision of him murdering Michael. Meanwhile, Jason actually kills Michael and his girlfriend Jane and he later murders another couple cabin in the woods as well so it's it gets into the standard fare again you know after the uh, the high point for me that was Jason Lives I was kind of hoping they would keep keep it up to the standards of that previous movie but just that didn't hit home with me in this one um, Tina she then goes off with Nick to find her mother and Jason kills more teens one by one. Russell and Sander go to the lake for a swim. Uh, Sander goes skinny dipping. Big surprise, we're back to that old market again. Now, as much as I enjoyed Jason Lives, I'm trying to recall, just as I'm going through this review here, was there any bare flesh in that movie? I can't recall. If there was, it was very toned down compared to the rest of them and I've said it before in reviews like I kind of I feel that you know whenever it gets into these sorts of movies I feel whenever the flesh starts to be shown now, don't get me wrong I'm a guy I appreciate a bit of bare flesh <laughs> especially on a woman but I do genuinely feel that 
when that starts to happen in a movie, it's because the filmmakers and producers of the movie don't have the faith in the project that they really should have on it. So they're like, oh, this is kind of a mediocre sort of a script and story. Let's get a little bit of bare flesh in there and keep the pervs happy. So uh, we get that in this movie. Uh, Russell, he's killed with an axe to the face where he's getting ready to go on after. Sandra discovers the body just before she's pulled under the water and she's drowned. Uh, this girl Maddie goes looking for David and finds Russell's body. Uh, she runs for help, but Jason attacks her in a nearby barn. Does her in with uh, a sickle. Uh, Jason then kills Ben by crushing his skull. And then Kate by driving a party horn onto her eyes. Like it's... I don't know. I was kind of let down by this one, I have to be honest. But I quickly got over that before the next one because, oh gosh, we'll get to that. And due course, um, back inside the house, Jason then kills this guy, David. Then another guy called Eddie, he gets it. Upstairs, Robin finds David's head and is thrown out through a window. Uh, Jason then attacks the doctor that was uh, screwing Tina over at, at Tina or over at the beginning of the movie trying to exploit her powers. He gets killed. Um, right? No, sorry. He attacks the doctor, but he doesn't get killed at this point. Instead of him getting killed, he actually uses Tina's mother as a human shield, and she gets it, and he runs off. Um, Jason eventually gets hold of him uh, with a, a like one of these what would you call it like a like a chainsaw but it's one of these big long like pole sort of chainsaw things Tina finds her mother's body and uh, uses her powers to electrocute Jason uh, and a crash uh, part of a house and she crashes part of a house down on top of him uh, Nick and Tina try to tell this girl Melissa what happens she thinks that they're just crazy she tries to leave of course Jason turns up and he, he drives an axe through her face as well uh, you know and it's, it's, he just works his way down through everybody until there's like the last man stand sort of situation um, Nick tries to fight Jason off but he's quickly putting his ass and Tina unleashes her power so we get a bit of a a Jedi fight at the end of this movie where she's like you know like throwing stuff at him using the power of her mind and whatnot. she becomes uses the force on him and oh, this is two episodes in a row on this show where I've gone down the Star Wars path but uh yeah she breaks Jason's mask and exposes his disfigured decomposing face and as the battle goes on the the Shepherd Lakeside cabin is destroyed by an explosive fire and the attack continues in the dock. Although Tina is unable to kill Jason, she knowingly she unknowingly at the end of the movie he's on the dock and next thing uh her dead father shows up 
out of the water, the spirit, the ghost of him. Uh, he rises from the, the lake and he drags Jason back down with him to the depths of the lake and chains the serial killer once more. Uh, the following morning, Tina and Nick, they're taken away in an ambulance and someone finds Jason's broken mask in the wreckage and we fade out the black and uh, yeah, you can hear the, the Jason's whispers way out in the distance. Um, that explosion of the house coming up towards the end, the finale of this movie, phenomenal, unreal, such, like I was expecting it to be a big, big bang, but I wasn't expecting it to be quite as big as it was, it was well done, great, great visual effects on it, um, but I do have to say overall this movie just, it didn't hit home for me at all, but you know, it's, and again, it's, it's, a, it's a Friday the 13th movie, it's Jason Voorhees, you, you're, like, you don't sit down to these movies and expect Shakespeare, but uh, after the heights of Jason Loves, I was expecting just a little bit more strength out of this movie, you know, you always hope as the movies go on, they'll get better as they go, but unfortunately it was a bit of a step back in my opinion, um, how much did this movie make? This uh, had a budget of two point eight million, and at the box office, it made back nineteen point one million. So you know, I said in all of them, they are cash cows. People will always go to see a Friday the Thirteenth movie, but uh, yeah, it was released May thirteenth, nineteen eighty eight. And it got mostly negative reviews from critics. Uh, of course, <laughs> one year later, it was followed by <laughs> Jason Takes Manhattan. So you just know by that title, we're going to go down another fairly cheesy path. But uh, it's, in all fairness, as cheesy as the next one was, I found it really really entertaining but uh, again I do have to say the new blood didn't hit good as Jason loves and I don't think any of the rest of them did either so we're going to continue on nonetheless on this series we're going to keep going through these movies because you start a series you should finish the series it's only good manners and I know somebody has listened to this podcast now and they're saying Rodders Isle Han you were making a series of reviews over on your review channel on YouTube. You haven't finished them yet. I am getting to that next week. So you're about to see some serious productivity out of Coins Age Media over the next few months. Because uh, I'm expecting weird stuff to happen in the next few months. And uh, I kind of feel that this uh, hobby, side hustle sort of a thing, that is just like a a way of passing the time for me, more or less, needs to be softened more, because uh, weird stuff is coming, mark my words, but uh, I think for everybody, anyway, that's going to do it, that was very, very vague, uh, but uh, yes, uh, I'm just looking at news reports and stuff, and like the whole economy situation, particularly here, even the Wyman, Northern Ireland, if you don't know 
much about this neck of the woods, this part of the world. The top part of Ireland, known as Northern Ireland, is technically part of the UK. You know, a lot of people from other countries, they think, oh, Ireland's a small little country, it's all one. I would love it to be all one, we could get on with each other. That's going to, I've said that now, that's going to start probably a mess load of arguments somewhere along the line. But, you know, I'd like the whole thing to be able to get on, but they don't. That is what it is. But uh, it's classed as part of the UK, and the, the whole economy there at the moment just is not looking healthy. And not just here, I'm looking at other parts of the world, America, you name it, everybody's getting it tight. Prices are rising, and uh, wages aren't. I think we're going to be in serious trouble by Christmas. So we definitely want to be putting more and more work into things like this here to not so much pay the bills, but maybe at somewhere along, maybe pave the way towards at some point, uh, taking a bit of the pressure off and uh, helping out in a way. Anyway, that's going to do it. I am, you're probably going to hear me wheezing slightly there. I am in the process of quitting smoking and uh, my lungs are starting to clean themselves out and I'm just like, bunged up, the whole work's going to take a few days to get my head better, my breathing sorted out, it's kind of flared the asthma slightly, so I'm going to go now, before I choke, trying to talk, and uh, <coughs> whatever you're doing guys, I hope you're safe, and uh, yes, please follow the show, feel free to email me, hellmouthhotline at gmail.com, and uh, share it along with anybody you think might be interested in listening to it. So that's going to do it, guys. I'll talk to you in the next episode. This has been a production of Coins Age Media. Thank you so much for listening. 